Hey, everybody. Welcome to You Are Born for this podcast with Father John Ricardo. That's me. I'm Father John. I'm the executive director at Acts 29, where we talk about anything and everything having to do with transformation in the church. I'm here on this first Monday of the new year, 2022, with partner in mission, Mary Guilfoyle. How are you, sister? I'm doing great, Father John. Happy New Year to you in 2022 for crying out loud. That sounds so futuristic. How was your 2021? <laughs> wow. Hey, but you know what? We say it all the time. Every day is a grace. Every day is a gift. So yeah, a lot of people are ready to turn the page, I know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, every day is a grace no matter what's going on. That's right. So what is in this first podcast of the new year our topic? Yeah, so we want to talk about why holiness is the foundation for mission. Oh, great. And, and hopefully uh, maybe a, an inspiration for a resolution for this new year Absolutely, that has begun. Father. I know it's one that I'm going to take to heart anyway. So let's pray. In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we do uh, thank you for this new year that has begun. We are so mindful that all times, all seasons belong to you, that you are Lord of heaven and earth, even now, that our lives, the lives of those we love, the lives of Every person on this earth are firmly in your hands, that all of human history is in your hands. And so we ask, especially uh, for the intercession of Our Lady in these days flowing from the solemnity of Mary, the Mother of God, for her intercession that we might continue to grow in trust and the grace to surrender ourselves ever more wholeheartedly to you so as to be disposable to do your will. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So I, I the way I'm thinking of this, like I'm, I'm really hoping that this will be a, a New Year's resolution that, that I'll put into practice. Uh, uh, what we're going to talk about right now, and what we're going to talk about is, is coming out of a, a rather robust conversation, an in intense our conversation room. about yeah. holiness and mission. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I, I pray will be fruitful for people. This has been something like I've experienced, almost like the Lord correcting me. Uh, as we go through all this. And um, I think part of the reason for talking about this right now is to kind of like offer a slight correction of myself. And, and maybe a, yeah, I think I it's think something it, that a lot of us share. I think it's, I think it's a correction that uh, it's, just, it's just not you, Father John. It has helped reshape my mind how I think about what holiness is. Yeah. So let's, let's try to break this open uh, kind of quickly. So we, we speak often in, in our language about the importance of the expression in, in order, order to, to right? right? IOT is the military acronym, uh, which I've come to learn like pretty much every branch of the military has an IOT, right? And the importance of it. And we talk about how we don't find, and the Christmas season is a really important time to talk about this. We don't find that in the church, forget the world for a moment, but in the mm -hmm. church, there's, there's a, a lot of... Um, lack of clarity, let alone alignment on the mission of Jesus and the mission of the disciple. So in the language of in order to, so God became a man in order to do what? Jesus is lying in our mangers right now. Why? And we talk about that uh, from the perspective of, well, well, God becomes a man in order to defeat the powers of sin and death, um, to bind the strong man, to reconcile us to the father, uh, to, to, help us know our true identity as sons and daughters of the Father, to pour out his spirit upon us, to send us out on mission, right? And more, to be sure, but that's how we talk about it. And then we talk about there's not only a lack of clarity on the mission of Jesus, there's a lack of clarity on the mission of the disciple. And so oftentimes in our talks, our work with priests, or lay faithful, or just preaching out in general, you know, we'll talk about 
Jesus sends us in order to what? And the way I always talk about that in the past has been the mission is not holiness. And this is how I say it. Like, he doesn't send us to be holy, although it's really important to be holy. And when I say that, this is how my mind thinks. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's unique to me, although I don't know that it's what we all think of. But when I say the mission's not holiness, what I mean by that is the mission isn't moral goodness, important as that is. So... I have in my mind a concept of holiness most of the time, which is reduced to that moral I th- goodness. I think I think many of us do. Yeah, so growing, you do too sometimes. Yeah, yeah anyway, growing huh? in the virtuous life, you know, striving to be, you know, sinless, right, pure. Yeah, rooting out sin, right. right? And so, to be clear, that's a dimension of holiness. Like moral goodness really matters. We should be. We should be striving to cooperate with God's grace in such a way that those things which are not in accord with authentic humanity, we're not living a truly fruitful life, um, we should seek to get rid of, right? That's why God gave us the, the wonderful gift that is confession. But holiness means more than moral goodness. It's not limited to that. And so we want to reflect right now just a little bit on the connection between holiness, mission, and Our Lady, and how Mary can be a model for us for this new year and to inspire a resolution, right? So Jesus sends us, we say, the language that we use, and this is intentionally provocative, right? To be agents of what? Sabotage, transformation, reconciliation, healing, recreation. Yeah, all these things, ambassadors, right? Right. Um, that's what he sends us out in order to do. And it's really inspired by the text in Matthew 5 where Jesus says, you know, no one lights a lamp, puts it underneath a basket, because that would be stupid, right? But they put it on a stand where it gives light to everybody in the house. And we, we try to break open. We've said this many times before. The, the, the lamp is a hand lamp, right? It's a portable lamp. It's the size of like a remote control, basically. And I'm the lamp. You're the lamp. And the Lord wants to pick me up and bring me into whatever part of the house, which is the world, he wants to bring me that day. And he wants to place me on a stand. And that just, that's wherever I happen to be, at the grocery store, on a basketball court, you know, in the living room, in a conversation with family, watching the national championship, whatever it might be, right? But he sends us in order to be these things. And what we're saying now is holiness isn't the mission, but it's the foundation for the mission. But it's not the foundation for the mission in the sense that holiness is moral goodness. Because I think sometimes we think we have to be so well put together, um, so um, our, our lives so right ordered according to, as you said earlier, uh, reducing it to the moral life. Yeah. And the more is, as we're talking about this, as we reflect on Mary, is that interior posture that she has um, that we would describe as receptive, um, available, Mm. um, open. Um, The the word disposable comes to my mind as we talk about it. Mm. It's, It's like that song that we sing at Mass, you know, here I am, Lord. Just here I am. Right. And I don't think many of us think about holiness in that way, which, which takes us back to this rich discussion we had with the team. And it was week. robust, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And, and that, that's certainly true for me. I, you know, like we, I think we were talking about how many of us, if we're honest, when we go to confession, no small part of our sorrow is over the fact that I've failed. Instead it's, it's, of. Yeah, I've hurt the one I love. You know, like I've that should offended be my, the Lord. That should be my right. focal point, right? It, right? But it's more like I've failed to be the man I want to be or the woman I want to be, right? And I mean, that's imperfect contrition uh, at its worst, I think, right? But he it's still really accepts. But he, he still does. accepts that. Yeah, blessed be God, but it's humbling, right? right. And so what, what we want to do right now is just reflect on how Mary can really serve as an example for us with regards to this, like her perfection in the order of moral goodness, I'm never going to attain on this life. I can continue to cooperate with God's grace. Please God, I'm growing in virtue. Again, this is not an unimportant thing, but Mary was free from original sin, from concupiscence in a way that we are not. Yeah, we're right. not. And just, you know, hang around us for a little while and it'll be become apparently clear. <laughs> Um, but Mary's not just free from, she's free for, you know, so we have a, we have in our culture right now, especially in Western culture and especially in the United States, an image of freedom, which isn't really freedom. It's more like lawlessness. Right. It's, it's free from all restraints to do whatever I want. From all moral absolutes. But that's not right. freedom. That's lawlessness, right? Mary is the perfect model of freedom. She's not only free from the restraints and the constraints of sin and concupiscence, she's free for God to, to be used however God wants to use us, right? And that part... That's what we can imitate. Yeah, that part we can imitate, right? You know, and, you know, we talk about that, um, um, that um, IOT line, you know, in order to. So, so many of us remember from the, our early days of uh, catechesis that, that holiness means to be set apart right? For yeah, God. Yeah. But I think to add that in order to statement behind that with an image of Mary, the model of Mary helps bring clarity. Right. Right. Set apart to the, in to, order to, to, to do whatever he, he wants me to do. For that day, I was talking to you earlier, but I, I have a friend from years ago, beautiful stay at home mom. Um, and she said, I would wake up in the morning and I would just say, Lord, whatever you have for me today, hmm. I'm yours. Like, like I have no agenda. And I thought, gosh, how beautiful, how freeing to be that open, that docile, that available. And it sounds really simple, but it's not. Or it's simple, but not easy, right? It's simple, but not easy. And, you know, um, we have, a, we have a, um, a sign on our wall in our podcast studio that says anything less than everything is simply not enough. Mm. Gosh, and how true that is. Right. We like to hold some things back for ourselves. But to, but to model Mary's docility, that, that's pretty tough. But that's, yeah. what, but that's what we're talking about. That's holiness. So we can be used to be those agents that we talk about when yeah. we're talking about being out on mission. Yeah. And that looks different for everybody. Pope Benedict, in a, in a great reflection on um, grace and what it means to say that Mary is full of grace, uh, which of course means she's entirely holy, mm -hmm. right? Is is to say, um, Mary is a holy, open human being. Holy, W H O L L Y. Holy, open, entirely open human being. One who has opened herself entirely. One who has placed herself in God's hands boldly, limitlessly, and without fear for her own fate. To be full of grace means she lives holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, by and in relation 
to God. And this is the, 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 the dimension that we were suggesting that we strive to imitate and to make a New Year's resolution right now. So I'm, I'm going to always have these limitations in my life that Mary didn't have because I'm, I'm not without concupiscence and I'm, <laughs> I'm anything but we are who we conceived, are. Right. Right. But by God's grace, each and every day, I can continue to strive to be more disposable, right? So Mary, when, when the Archangel Gabriel comes to her, you know, as it's been commented in, by other people in the vernacular, she basically says, I have no idea what you're talking about, but whatever you want to do to me, do to me. Because I trust God. So however you want to use me, I'm here. And that's why it's the foundation for mission. Because if I don't have that attitude, then I'll never be able to be an agent of reconciliation or recreation or sabotage or resistance or that's healing. Because right. I won't be listening. And, and, and God has something unique for each of us uniquely to do. And if we don't have that posture of disposability, right, that which he's entrusted to us, we'll never be able to step into. That's right. right? And, and it's different each day. Absolutely know? it is. So please, God, how about this? How about you and I and all of us, we just strive this year to really make it a point to ask Our Lady to intercede for us. I want that attitude. I want an attitude that flows from trust in God. Why? Because God became a man to rescue me. No one's done for me what God has done for me. So I'm going to trust him like I trust no other. And I'm going to try to do my best each and every morning as I begin my day to say, Lord, here I am. Use me. I'm the handmaid of the Lord. I'm the servant of the Lord. Whatever you want to do in me, with me, through me today, do it. And let's just see what... Uh, what happens in our lives and in the lives of those around us? Oh, sounds like a great idea, Father John. Inspired. Maybe we can close by just asking the intercession of Our Lady, shall we? It's in beautiful. this uh, beginning of the new year and flowing out of the shadow of her great feast. So hail Indeed. Mary, full, full of grace. grace. The, the Lord, Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed, blessed art thou among women, women. And, and blessed, blessed is, is the fruit of thy womb, womb Jesus. Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother, Mother of God, God pray, pray for us sinners, sinners now, now and at, at the, the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. And because she and all the angels and saints are not just watching us in the Lord's company, they're interceding for us, they're praying for us, they're cheering us on. We're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses because of them and because especially of who God is and what he's done for us in this new year. Do not be afraid. God is with you and you were born for this.